Welcome to Healthy Focus with Dr. Rhonda Herbert. The information presented is for educational use only and not intended to diagnose or treat any medical conditions. Please visit your healthcare provider. This podcast is sponsored by Health Dove Inc. Please visit our website, healthdove.com, for a free health evaluation. That's healthdove.com for a free health evaluation. Welcome to Healthy Focus. And to today's topic, we want to look at some of the B vitamins, B1, B2, and B3. And so the first one, B1, that's we call that thiamine. Thiamine or B1 was the first B vitamin discovered. And it has a very interesting history. Thiamine functions as part of the enzyme thiamine pyrophosphate or TPP, which is essential for energy production, carbohydrate metabolism, and nerve cell function. An efficiency of thiamine usually results initially in fatigue, depression, pins and needles sensations, or numbness in the legs, and constipation. Severe thiamine deficiency results in a deficiency syndrome known as beriberi. Symptoms include mental confusion, muscle wasting, fluid retention, high blood pressure, difficulty walking, and heart disturbances. Although severe thiamine deficiency is relatively uncommon, except in alcoholics, many Americans do not consume the RDA of 1.5 milligrams and subclinical thiamine deficiency is very common. In addition, diuretics such as Lasix are known to include induced thiamine deficiency and didroxin interferes with thiamine in the heart muscle. Individuals taking these drugs require thiamine supplementation, um, usually 200 to 240 milligrams daily. Rich plant sources of thiamine are sunflower seeds, peanuts and soybeans. Good sources are whole wheat and nuts. And it should be noted that thiamine is extremely sensitive to alcohol and sulfates. In the presence of either, thiamine is destroyed or made useless. And thiamine is also destroyed by antihistamine factor in uncooked freshwater fish and shellfish and in tea. There is no known toxicity due to thiamine. So some foods that contain thiamine, uh, we mentioned already sunflower seeds, rice polishings, pine nuts, peanuts with the skin on, peanut without the skins, brazil nuts, pecans, soybean flour, beans, pinto and red, uh, brewer's yeast, split peas, millet, wheat bran, pistachio nuts, navy beans, buckwheat, oatmeal, whole wheat flour, whole wheat grain, lima beans, hazelnuts, wild rice, cashews, uh, cornmeal, 
lentils, green beans, brown rice, walnuts, garlic, almonds, pumpkin and squash seeds, chestnut fresh, um, peppers and red and red chili, sesame seeds. Now let's move on to riboflavin, which is vitamin B2. So thiamine is vitamin B1 and riboflavin is vitamin, vitamin B2. So riboflavin or vitamin B2 was first recognized uh, as a yellow-green pigment in milk in 1879. And ingesting an excess of riboflavin results in an increased urine content of the riboflavin, which can give urine a yellow-green fluorescent glow. Riboflavin function in two important enzymes involved in energy production, flavin mononucleotide or FMN and flavin adenine dinucleotide or FAD. Riboflavin deficiency results in decreased energy production, particularly in cells and replicate frequently such as the skin and mucous membrane. Early riboflavin deficiency is characterized by cracking of the lips and corners of the mouth and inflamed tongue, visual disturbances such as sensitivity to light and loss of visual acuity, cataract formation, burning and itching of the eyes, lips and mouth and tongue, and other signs of disorders of the mucous membrane. The RDA for riboflavin is 1.7 milligrams for males and 1.3 milligrams for female. Rich sources of riboflavin are yeast and organ meat, such as liver, kidneys, and heart. Good plant sources are almonds, mushroom, whole greens, soybeans, and green leafy vegetables. Riboflavin is destroyed by light, but is not destroyed by cooking. So other things that has um, B2 or riboflavin, you have broccoli, prunes, black-eyed peas, collards, um, almonds, just like thiamine, kale, and navy beans, as well as beets and mustard greens. Now, vitamin B3, which we call niacin, um, they can be made, up, made in the body by the conversion of the tryptophan, Many nutritionists do not consider niacin an essential nutrient as long as the tryptophan intake is adequate. Niacin functions in the body as a component in the coenzyme nicotamide adenine dichlorotide. It's a tongue twister. And nicotamide adenine nucleotide phosphate. So that's NAD and NADP which are involved in well over 50 different chemical reactions in the body. These niacin-containing coenzymes play an important role in energy production, fat, cholesterol, and carbohydrates metabolism, and in manufacture of many body compounds, including sex and adrenal hormones. Niacin was discovered during the search for the cause of pellagra, and pellagra was a common disease in Spain and Italy in the 18th century. In Italian, pellagra means rough skin and is char characterized by the three Ds of pellagra, dermatitis, dementia, and diarrhea. The skin develops a crack, scaly dermatitis. The brain does not function properly. 
leading to confusion and dementia and diarrhea results from the impaired manufacture of the mucus lining of the gastrointestinal tract. Pellagra is now known to be due to a severe deficiency of niacin and tryptophan. Although the RDA for niacin is based on a caloric intake, an intake of at least 18 milligrams per day is recommended by the most authorities. However, additional niacin has been shown to exert a favorable effect on many health conditions. Supplemental niacin is available as either nicotinic acid or niacinamide. Each form has different applications. And in the nicotinic acid form, the niacin is an effective agent for lowering blood cholesterol levels. While the nicotinamide form, niacin is useful in treating arthritis. And in the field of orthomolecular psychiatry, large doses of niacin in the form of nicotinic acid or niacinamide are often utilized in the treatment of schizophrenia. So, does an doses in an excess of 50 milligrams of niacin as nicotinic acid typically produces a transient flushing of the skin? Although high doses, 2 to 6 grams per day of either nicotinic acid or the niacinamide should be monitored by a physician as they may result in liver disorders, peptic ulcers, and glucose intolerance. So rich rich food sources of niacin as nicotinic acid include liver and other organs, meat, eggs, fish, and peanuts. All these foods are also rich in sources of tryptophan. And good sources of um, niacin include legumes and whole grains except corn. So just like um, vitamin B2 and B1, Sources of um, B3 include sesame seeds, sunflower, brown rice, buckwheat, peppers and red chili, liver, whole grain, um, whole wheat grain, wheat germ, barley, almonds, split peas and egg yolks. So let's also look at um, vitamin B5. Uh, which is called pantonic acid. And uh, um, there is no um, vitamin B4. Okay, so you have B1, B2, B3, B5, where we're at now. And that is a component of coenzyme A, which plays a critical role in in, in the utilization of fats and carbohydrates and energy production, as well as the manufacture of adrenal hormones and red blood cells. So pantothenic acid is particularly important for optimal adrenal function and has long been considered <coughs> sorry, long been considered important for the anti-distress vitamin because of its central role in adrenal function and cellular metabolism. So deficiency of the pantonic acid is believed to be quite rare in humans as pantonic acid is found in a large number of foods. And in fact, it is name is derived from Greek words pantos, meaning everywhere. So however, additional pantonic acid is often used to support adrenal function and the pantenine 
the most active stable form of pantenic acid, is used to lower blood cholesterol and triglycerol level. So pantenic acid is found in the highest concentration in liver and other organ meats, milk, fish, and poultry. And good plant sources of pantenic acid include whole grains, legumes, broccoli, cauliflower, and nuts. And so there's no official RDA for the pantenic acid, but a daily intake of 4 to 7 milligrams is believed to be adequate. And we move on to vitamin B6, which is called pyridoxine. is an extremely important B vitamin involved in the formation of body proteins and structural compounds, chemical transmission in the nervous system, red blood cells, and the prostaglandins. So vitamin B6 is also critical in maintaining hormonal balance and proper immune functions. Deficiency of B6 is characterized by depression, convulsion, especially in children, glucose intolerance, and impaired nerve function. Although extreme deficiency of, of vitamin B6 is believed to be quite rare, numerous clinical studies have demonstrated the importance of vitamin B6 in a number of health conditions that typically respond to B6 supplementation, including asthma, premenstrual syndrome, carpal tunnel syndrome, depression, morning sickness, and kidney stones. It is interesting to note that the increased weight of these disorders since 1950 parallels the increased level of vitamin B6 antagonists found in the food supply and users' drugs during the same period. These antagonists in vitamin B6 include the hydrazine dyes such as FD and 6 yellow number 5, certain drugs such as thiazide, hydrazine, dopamine, and penicillamine, oral contraceptives, alcohol, and excessive um, protein intake. The intake of yellow number 5, also called tadrazine, is especially problematic and is often consuming greater quantities with a per capita intake of 15 grams per day than the RDA for vitamin B6, which is 2 milligrams for males and 1.6 milligrams for females. So good plant sources of vitamin B6 include whole grains, legumes, banana seeds and nuts, potatoes, Brussels sprouts, cauliflower. Also, vitamin B6 levels inside the cells of the body appear to be intricately linked with magnesium content in the diet. And so foods that contain um, B6, we have hazelnuts, brown rice, lima, lentils, walnuts, kale, spinach, peppers, potatoes, prunes, raisins, Brussels sprouts, sweet potatoes, cauliflower, and barley. And so you realize that not one food contains one um, B vitamin, but also it contains more than one B vitamins. Now let's look at uh, um, vitamin B12 called cobalamin. So vitamin B12 or cobalamin, cobalamin was isolated from liver extract in 1948 and identified as a nutritional factor in liver that prevented pernicious anemia. 
the crystallized compound of vitamin B12 is bright blue due to its high content of the mineral cobalt. Vitamin B12 works with folic acid in many body processes including synthesis of DNA. Since vitamin B12 reactivates folic acid, the deficiency of B12 results in a folic acid deficiency if folic acid levels are only marginal. So more specifically, vitamin B12 deficiency results in impaired nerve function, which can cause numbness, pins and needles, sensation, or burning feeling in the feet, as well as impaired mental function, which in the elderly can mimic Alzheimer's disease. In addition um, to depression or mental confusion, B12 deficiency can present as anemia, a smooth, beefy red tongue, and diarrhea. Vitamin B12 deficiency is thought to be quite common in the elderly. Vitamin B12 is necessary in only very small quantities, and the RDA is um, 2.0 micrograms. Vitamin B12 is found in significant quantities only in animal food. And the richest sources are liver and kidney, followed by fish, eggs, meat and cheese. Strict vegetarians are often told that fermented foods such as temp are excellent sources of vitamin B12 and depending upon the medium on which it is grown, nutritional bourgeoisies may also provide B12. However, in addition to the tremendous variation in B12 content in fermented foods and bourgeoisies, there is some evidence that the form of B12 in these foods is not likely the form that meets our bodily requirement. Although the vitamin B12 context of certain cooked sea vegetables is in the same range as beef, it is not known if this form is utilized in the same manner either. Therefore, at this time it appears to be an extremely good idea for vegetarians to supplement their diets with vitamin B12. So, foods for vitamin B12, liver, clams, liver, beef, kidney, um, liver, calf, beef, kidney, chicken, oysters, sardine, trout, salmon, tuna, lamb, eggs, um, Swiss cheese, blue cheese, haddock, flounders, scallops, cheddar cheese, cottage cheese, cottage cheese, mozzarella cheese, um, and swordfish. Now I also want to touch on biotin because it is a B vitamin that functions in the manufacture and utilization of fats and amino acids. Without biotin, metabolism is severely impaired. However, since biotin is manufactured in the intestine by intestinal bacteria, it is not discussed very much. For adults, a vegetarian diet has been shown to alter the intestinal bacterial flora in such a manner as to enhance the synthesis and promote the absorption of biotin. There is no official RDA for biotin, but a daily intake of 30 to 1,000 micrograms is believed to be adequate. A biotin deficiency in adults is characterized by dry scaly skin, nausea, anorexia, and seborrhea. In infants under 6 months of age, 
The symptoms are seborrheic dermatitis and alopecia, which is hair loss. In fact, the underlying factor for um, quail cap, which is um, the dermatitis, in infants appear to be a biotin deficiency. So cradle cap is a common condition that may be associated with excessive oiliness and scales. That is of your skin, that's your scalp. Since a large portion of the human biotin supply is provided by intestinal bacteria, it has been postulated that the absence of normal intestinal flora in the newborn may be responsible for the cradle cap. And a number of studies have demonstrated successful treatment of cradle cap with biotin when given as a supplement of 2 to 10 micrograms per day as a liver or egg yolk in a nursing mother or the infant. And so the best sources of biotin are brewer's yeast, organ meat, soybeans. Good sources are peanut, oatmeal, cauliflower, and mushroom. Raw egg whites contain avidin, a protein that binds biotin and prevents its absorption. And avidin is destroyed by cooking. So just like the other vitamins, good sources are oatmeal, almonds, cauliflower, mushrooms, pecans, um, rice bran, rice germ, and beef liver, as well as walnuts and barley so you've been listening to healthy focus and the information presented is for educational purposes only and not intended to treat or diagnose any condition please consult with your healthcare provider i'll see you next episode of healthy focus have been listening to Healthy Focus. Please visit our website at healthdove.com where you can access your health score with our free health evaluation. You can download a copy of the Health Dove app on your mobile phone. Please write to us at info at Thank you for listening. Tune in next week for another episode of Healthy Focus. Thank you.